Okay, good morning. We are in Hilchas Pesach, Tav Ein Gimel. So we're we're just after Kiddush. Now, since it's a shir, I, I, I do want to give you a drop more than that's in the Shulchan Aruch itself. So I just want to point out we touched upon it the other day. Shechianu regarding Shechianu. So I just want to just add a little point. When women light candles on Yom Tov, so everyone knows there's a bracha of Shechianu. So do, do your wives say Shechianu when they light candles? So most Ashkenazim, they definitely do. Many Sephardim don't. So I just want you to be ma'orer, an important, somewhat important issue. What's the reason why it may be a problem to say Shechianu when you light candles? Because there's two possible hefseks you could be making. Because Shechianu is going on the, the holiday. And you're lighting candles. So you're saying a bracha for lighting candles. So you're supposed to light the candles right away. But you're making a little bit of a hefsek by saying shechianu, which is not exactly kashur to the lighting the candles. Another... Not for Yom Tov. The most... Most just like the Okay, I saw it written by Ashkenazim that they do it the other way. Uh, I forget where. Okay, so some do before... Some... Um, say sh- light candles. Uh, okay, I forget the source. But I saw it by an Ashkenazi major Achron who says all women now they say the bracha before they light. So I guess it depends on your minute. Fine. Um, so that could be a problem. Uh, okay, very good. That would avoid that one. The other hafsek is if you say Shechianu when you light candles and then you listen to Kiddush, does your wife, should your wife answer? Amen. When you say Shechianu, but she was already yotze one hundred percent. So when she says Amen, it's a shtikel hefsek. Now, it's not a real hefsek because she has a mind. You're doing kiddush; it's part of kiddush. But the evidence for sure not a hefsek. But it's still. Um, so I saw in Shevet Alevi, and Kornfeld said, "Lechatchila." Again, they don't go around and telling the ladies, but lechatchila, if they are going to say Shechianu when they light candles. They shouldn't say Amin to the Shechianu of the husband. Because it's a little bit of a hasek. Uh, again, not such a big deal. But, um, and at some point now, I think it's in the Shevet Alevi, but when it comes to the night that we're learning for Pesach, it's different. Because when they say Shechianu, that when they say Amin, it's also for Achilas Matzah. So it's a little different. But anyway, um, the other little issue could be is if you're saying Shechianu and you accept and you're accepting Shabbos, if you say Shiachianu before you light, can you strike a match? Because it's not fire from fire. So that could be another little uh, hiccup. Anyway. And if, she, if she's making a Seder by herself... So she... Alright, so the woman's not allowed to say Shiachianu twice. And when you say Shiachianu by lighting, you have to have a mind for well, matzah then. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no... We, we do not, Lamaisa, we do not say there's a bracha of Shechianu on matzah. It's a suffix. And so, uh, we'll, no one would say that again. Alright. So that, that's a very good point. Alright. Sorry for that. Okay. Again. Tafai and Gimel. Zayn. Moz Gimel Miyad Kosheni. So we're all familiar. Right after we say, um, this is right after the beginning of Halachmania. The very beginning of of, uh, of Magid, we want to pour the wine right now. We don't need the wine, 
until we get to the end of the end of Magid, we all know, by Rafichach over there when we drink the wine. But we want to do it right now. Why? We never, the Balabait or everyone around the table never pours another cup of wine right away before they say Hamotzi. So you're doing something odd and we want the kids to ask what's going on. And if the son doesn't have enough Chachma to ask, so the father teaches him, there's no son over there, the wife should ask. It's, Part the procedure of the night, the im lav, who show elat atzmov, not, and he himself should ask the question, vafiyo talmidi chachamim shorlim zelazeh, and even the talmidi chachamim asked, manishtana avachule. Ukeshehabeno isha shorlat ein tzarich lamar manishtana, the Ramah just points out technically, that if someone's actually asking all these questions, what's going on, you don't have to start saying or singing, manishtana elamad chil avadim, you can start from avadim hayinu, Right away. But of course, who's going to want to miss out on uh, singing Manishana and listening to their kids? Okay, very good. Um, okay. And we start that paragraph. So we bring back or uncover the matzas. Right? Just before we took it away when we um, sang Manishana. So now we bring it back. Also, we're asking questions. What's going on? Are we taking away the bread? Okay, so now we're, we're starting Magid and we bring it back to the table. The Kore Kol Hagada, while the Hagada is open, while we're saying the whole Hagada, we see the matzahs because that's part of the whole story. Right? <coughs> the matzahs remind us of the whole story and that's the Lachamoni Vachule. The Kore Kol Hagada, you say the whole Hagada. When you reach right at the end by Ramadan Gamliel, the three mitzvahs, so we say matzah zo, this matzvah, tzarich lagbiya, larotu lamsubim, shetichat veiv ha-matzah mitzvah aleyam. So lachatchila, you pick it up, or you show it, either all of them, or the Ramah says, v'yesh lagbiya matzah ha-prusa shikalecham oni, or you actually lift up, in particular, the broken matzah, the one we use for yachatz, because that's uh, it's broken, it's even more of a lecham oni. Okay? And that's, that's to show a chib of mitzvah and to bring the story more alive. Okay? Same thing, when you get to Maror, you lift it up. But when you say Pesach, we all know we don't lift up the zroa or the meat because it looks a little bit like you might be saying this is the actual Korban Pesach and you're outside the Yerushalayim. So therefore it's Kochim Bachutz and that's a problem. Mishnah Bura just points out, when we say the Nusach, V'nochal Shah, Mina Zvachim, or Mina Psachim, you say Zvachim first, and then Psachim. Why? Because Psachim is Nechal Alasova. So, the way it works is, in the Pesach night, you needed to make sure you ate, the last part of your meal was from the Korban Pesach. So if you had a big Korban Pesach, a big portion for you, then that's all you need to eat. But if you save, you share your Korban Pesach with a whole lot of people, there's only going to be a little bit for you to eat, uh, kazait or whatever, so then you want to eat uh, a little bit more meat, right? Everyone wants to eat, and so then you eat from the Korban Chagiga first until you are starting to get full, and then you eat your last kazait, at least from the Korban Pesach. Some Haggadahs, they switch the Lashon on to Shabbos. What's the rationale for that? Because you can't be marked Ah. I think the Ramah is about to say that, or... No. I don't know, we said it yesterday? Anyway, so that's the answer. 
because an, an, the Chagiga is brought erev, um, the night before, the, the day of erev, on erev Pesach. The Korban Pesach is Doche Shabbos, but the Chagiga is not Doche Shabbos. So on Motze Shabbos, you wouldn't be eating the, the Chagiga. Very well. Um, oh, that's right. I know I saw it somewhere. Okay, Sharetzion says that. Um, so then, when you get to Lafichach, you lift it up, the cup, right? Because whenever we want, because Lafichach is part of the, 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 shi, the Shira and Hollow, and uh, for covet of the Shira, we always want to say Shira on a Cup of wine. Okay, Agav. We're all familiar. There's a minog to take. This is minagashkenas to take your finger. I don't know. Some use their pinky, whatever. You take a finger and you dip from the, your cup of wine and you spill it onto the plate sixteen times. Kunshagila dam vaish v'timot ashan. Those three words. That's three. V'chen kishemazki amakos. And then the ten makos, and then when you say ditzach adash be'achav, the acronym, so that's three words. Vichlal ubefrat hakol tetzayin pe'amin. Mishnah Bura says that's one of the names of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, has sixteen letters. Uh, okay, and just to point out the minag by Sfardim is they actually take the cup and they pour it out when they say each one of the, uh, the esra makos. You refill it, and then you refill it. Sure. Uh, some also refill by Ashkenazim, but uh, they for sure have to. Okay. V'yeh hapad megula b'sha'ah sh'omer agada ad lefichach sh'ochei zakos biyado, and the the bread should be covered up. Uh, wait. Wait a second. Wait. When you're saying agada, the bread is the matzah is revealed, but now you're covering up. But when you're saying this over the cup of wine and you're about to drink it, and Ashkenazim do say the, another bracha, you um, are about to read. So then we cover that up because it is um, not to embarrass the not to embarrass the the matzah. Tav ayin dalid al kosheni ein bevarchin. So the Shulchan Aruch writes on the second cup. We don't say Bere pri hagefen. Shows that kosheni. So on the second cup of wine, right? The four cups. The ein bevarich halav lo bracha rishona velo bracha achrona. You don't say the before or after bracha. You don't say Bere pri hagefen on the second cup. Shein bevarchin Bere pri hagefen himal kos shel kedesh vel kos shel berkat hamazon. Because you only say the bracha b'repregefen on the first cup, and when you say the bracha on the first cup, you have a mind for the <coughs> second cup. And then since you bench, that's a half six, so then you say a new bracha on the third one, and you have a mind that includes the fourth one. So you don't need to say it on the fourth one. Okay. Um, right? So even though there are four cups of wine, is each one is its own, has its own status of its own mitzvah, but it's not, but for the bracha of nehenin, there's no hasachadas. You know you're gonna. We, we, everyone knows there's four cups tonight. Everyone knows they're gonna get to the second one. So therefore, there's no reason to say another bracha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me let's read the Haggah and you'll see. Haggah v'hamin Ashkenazim, but the minhag by Ashkenazim. 
and right, you'll see this in the in the Haggadahs. Levarich bracha rishona al kos kos al kos vakos. You say a bracha bepri agefin and all four kosos. And as most Gaonim say, you only say a bracha achrona on the last one. Because you said Birkat Hamazan on the, works on Hagefen for the first two, and you say, um, what's the difference? Now, just very interesting, this is one of the few places, um, we're gonna see by Hanukkah, by lighting candles is another one. Over here, the Shulchan Aruch paskins like Tosos, and the Ramah paskins like the Rambam. Just an interesting flip. And also by the lighting the candles you have that same flip. The whole difference between them is the bracha rishona for the second and fourth cup. Right, that's the whole difference. Exactly. Um, the Mishnah Bura says, quotes, it's from the, the Gron, the, the Maginavram, two reasons why you don't, you do need to say a new bracha. Either, um, is each, because each bra, each of the arvakosas is its own mitzvah, Chazal said, has special chashivut. Here we want you to say a new Bray Geffen. Um, uh, even though it's for, for the purposes of Birkas Hananin, you wouldn't need to, but they established that you do over here. And another reason is because we know you don't drink wine during the whole Haggadah that we learned the other day. So therefore, it's you have a mind, you're not drinking more wine. All right, so it depends how you look at it. You know you're not drinking more wine until you get to that second cup. So that's machloka between the two opinions. Okay, let's get to Tav Ayin Hey Yeter Dine Seder. Now let's let's go through the rest of the Seder. Aleph Yitol Yadav Yivarech Alanetiyosedayim. So now this time you're going to wash your hands with a bracha, right? This is Urchatz, um, right? No, it's Rachitz. What is the word again? Padish Urchatz Karpach. Rachza. There you go. Veikach Hamatzos Keseder Shanicham. And now you're going to pick up all the matzos. Prusa ben hashlemos. So you you already you have a broken half, right in the middle one. So now you're going to lift up all three, the two and a half, so that this way you have lech of lecha mishnah with a shalim. Um, that's why. So that's when you say hamotzi, you're going to have. So here he he writes yochazim biado vivarach hamotzi alachilas matzah. While you're holding the two and a half, you say those two brachos. Many of us put down the middle one. Uh, sorry, put down the bottom one, one of the shlemos, uh, when we say Allah Hilas Matzah. Um, and then, you're really accomplishing the same, it's fine, either way. And now, but you go, but for the, initially, you're gonna save the third one, you're gonna save for later, but initially you're only gonna eat from the top one and a half. Umeha prusa, biyachad. And you want to eat from the two of them. Vit belem the melach. And he writes, and like always, it's better to dip it in salt. And uh, the Ramadi says, normally we do say you should dip it in salt, but because you want to make it less flavorful, more of lachamoni uh, for tonight, since it's clean and you don't need the salt, better just to leave out the salt. Okay. So... Just to point out, he says it's better to you, when you eat the matzah uh, and you pass it around at the Seder night, it's best that each person gets a piece from the top one and a piece from the middle one. It's not just you take the top one and a half and everyone gets any piece from anywhere. 
Lechatchila, it's ideal to at least everyone should get a, at least a, a nibble. I mean, really, you want to get a kazayit, but that's not never possible. You just you have to always add more matas. But everyone should at least try and get a nibble from each one, because one is designated for the for l'shem hamotzi lechamina aretz, and one of them is de- the middle one is designated for alachilas matas. So each one has its own purpose, uh, ideally. Again, it's not uh, it's not crucial. Um, you just have to have a kizai from that night and at least eat something from one of those. V'yochlem v'haseba b'yachad kizai s'mikol echad. And again, l'chadchila, you should eat from, uh, right, you have to eat leaning, but l'chadchila, when you eat it, you should have a kazais from the top one and a kazais from the middle one. Again, that, that's not really possible with our size matas, if you have a lot of people at the table. Uh, it depends. Uh, and if you can't eat two kazesim all at once, it's too much for you, then you should put a kazais of hamotzi in your mouth, eat that, and then put another kazais of achilas matzah in your mouth. Um, okay, so look, now the only thing that's necessary is that in total you have a kazais, and in total, you eat it within Kedayachilas Pras. That's the minimum requirement. Is one Kazayas, you have a mind. It's for Hamotzi. You have a mind. It's for Achilas Matzah. And you have to eat it Kedayachilas Pras. we do try and eat two Kazayasim. And if you can manage uh, putting them in your mouth at one time, that's fine. If you can manage swallowing them at the same time, that's even better. If there's no Chashash of choking and danger. With today's shiurim, for most of us, it's a sakanas nafashos to try and swallow two kazayisim at once, and I do not recommend it. And you take a kazayis amaror, and now you dip it in, right? It's amaror, you dip it, so some say you dip all of it becharosis, some say you only have to do a little bit, shalchanarach writes all of it. And you don't leave it in there for too long because you don't want to lose the any uh, you don't want to lose all the bitterness from the maror. And therefore, you want to make sure you shake it off so that uh, you want to have a little bit of the charosis on there, but very little, so that you don't not taste the maror. Before you eat, you say al achilas and now you don't have to eat it with Haseba, because this is more of Jerech Avdut, Nacherut, but you are allowed to, if you want to, you are allowed to lean, you don't have to eat it again. Um, okay, it's just, there's no minag or need to lean, um, but it doesn't uh, take away from eating. You don't have to eat another size if you do lean. And then you take the third matzah, right? That we saved the bottom one. And now you take that third matzah, you eat it with maror, right? We call it korech, and you dip it into the haroset because this is um, this is the the maror according to Hillel. Haga v'yesh omim de'ain letavlo v'chein hu b'minagim v'chein reiti noagim. So some do and some don't. Um, Okay. The, Mish- the Mishnah Bura says, um, even uh, by Ashkenazim, most Achronim say, like the Shulchan Arach, you should dip it in to, uh, dip it into Charosis, which I think is what most of us do. Uh, 
So let me just finish reading. And we say this, according to Hillel, the Ochlan biyachad beHaseba, and you'd eat it together with Haseba. Because according to Hillel, when the Beis Hamikdash was Kayam, you wouldn't eat matzah first and then marwar and then korach. You would only eat um, all together. But I'm not sure. Is it could be according to Hillel, you would eat matzah first. I don't know, but that could be. But you, but when it comes to Mar, you wouldn't eat, you would never eat the Mar by himself. You would always eat the Mar together, like you said, with the Korban Pesach, with the Matzah. Exactly. So that's, really that should be after Shofar when we eat Afikon. But we, apparently we moved it to before the Shulchan If you're only going to eat one Kazayas, I make sense. Uh-huh. If you're only having one Kazayas of Korban Pesach, yeah. then I guess you would have to save Mara for the end. If you had two, then maybe not. Very, very well pointed out. Okay. Uh, and the reason why you do a Seba now is because because you're eating Matzah. And the Matzah requires a Seba. Now, once you say the bracha of, 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 sorry, once you say the bracha of alachilas matzah, lo yasiach v'davar she'enam inyan asuda ad she'yochal kri chazal. In other words, basically that means once you wash your hands from urchatz uh, and you say it, and once even before netilas, you say the bracha of netilas adayim. Once you wash your hands, you cannot talk until you finish korech, because it's you're constantly going to be running into a stick of something. And, um, of course, you need to speak <coughs> regarding the matzah. You need to say, I need a piece of matzah. I, I need my marwa. Pass, pass it around. You're allowed to. Um, but, uh, okay. Because you want to make sure of achilas matzah and achilas mar also goes on to this kricha of korech. Okay, base. If you only have, um, you don't have any other vegetable. At the beginning of the Seder, we're going backwards now. When comes karpas, and you want to have a vegetable, but you don't have any vegetables for some reason, the only thing you have is your maror. So what do you do? When you say, when you do karpas, you use maror. And you say, During karpas, you say on this maror, you say Borei Pri Hadama, and you say Alachilas Mara, because you're eating the Mara. You don't want to eat the Mara and then say the Bracha later on. It'll be a, it was over Lasiata. But what he says is, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you just, and this is what most write, according to the Shulchan Aruch, what do you do? You you just have a nibble of less than a kazayis of your Mara, and you're going to save the kazayis of Mara for. Uh, after the matzah, because there's an Indian to first have mar- uh, matzah and then have marwar, based on the pasuk of al matzos umervarim. So therefore, that's the the order. And then when you get to marwar, you use up by your brachas already. You don't need to say on achilas marwar. You don't say a very You already said it already. I just want to point out real quick 
Interesting question. Um, they ask by by thanks to Moshe, we discussed it last week. By chrein, uh, if you use maror for for chrein, an obvious question is: it seems clear what's the proper bracha on maror. It seems clear that it used to always be vere priadama. Right? It seems extremely clear. But chrein, if you eat chrein nowadays, straight, raw, whatever, um, you would probably say. Rape, uh, shahako. Magen Avram says maybe even you wouldn't say a bracha. If it's sakana. So, the, so in other words, nowadays since nobody eats chrein without it being cooked or beets or whatever, so then the bracha, the proper bracha on chrein nowadays is either shahako or no bracha. But we know karpas has to be bray priyadama. So, so, how can that be? So the, Magen Avraham, I'll share two, two main answers I saw. The Magen Avraham says it's because it must be that in the olden days, when this, many years ago, Khrein used to be Bepri Adama. It was either more edible or people just used to eat it. It used to be a common food, at least on some level. So that's why the bracha, uh, I guess for a couple thousand years, thousands of years, it must have been Bepri Adama originally. Um, the Mishnah Gura, yeah, the Bialacha says it could be because it was used special for Karpas, uh, for Marwar, even though the Bracha should be Shahako, because it's used for the mitzvah of Marwar has special Chashivus. We know like by, by, um, by wine, for example. Wine should be Shahako, it's a juice. But because it's, because it's wine, it has special Chashivus. So the, the, it isn't, he doesn't say it like that, but it's basically the exact same idea. Since it's used for the mitzvah of Mar, it's a mitzvah daraisa. So therefore, it gets its special bracha of Bere Pri Hadama. Okay, let's stop. Sure.